I'm not strange. Weird. I'm not strange. Nor crazy. Weird. I'm not strange. My reality is just different than yours. If you believe in me, I'll believe in you. Is that a bargain? Hello everybody, this is Craig from The Unbeaten Path. Real quick, you, you go by Chaz, is that right? Yes. Okay, okay. Now, <laughs> I've kind of cheated. I actually looked at your blog a little bit and I didn't really want to for the simple fact that I just really wanted to keep this fresh. Okay. So, like I'm actually, you know, learning. Uh, so, but I did, I did kind of take a peek. So <laughs> forgive me on that. Okay, so you have a, uh, a, a blog, correct? And, and what is the blog's name? It's called Strange Weird News. Strange Weird News. And now, okay, recently here, last uh, couple of weeks ago, I saw on Twitter where you had had, uh, oh, pretty much like a, uh, there was a sighting, I guess, over Portland area and uh, and stuff like that. I thought that was really coincidental. This was right after we initially talked. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is that? You know, so yeah. And now the news came out and said that it was space trash. That it yeah. was burning up in the atmosphere, so. But yeah, that was still pretty cool, though. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice phone, a nice video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, not only you had put that up, but there was a, I had seen a bunch of people total, you know, putting up, you know, hey, this is over the West Coast. This is happening here. You know, and I was like, holy smoke, something's really happening. But then I got into it a little bit more. And it's still cool. Even though it's space trash, it was still cool. So, okay, with your, I'm sorry about that. With your uh, with your blog, what what exactly do you do? Well, I write mostly fiction. How it started was I was writing a, a book that was kind of a, about you know in the nineties how they had like the Weekly World News. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it would be like Pat Boy kind of came. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I was writing a book. I'm like it would be a cool book to um, go behind the story if they were real or not, you know? So, okay. I wrote a, so I wrote a book about it. And it's on my blog. I published it there. And it, the book was about a tabloid called Strange Weird News. And then, so I wrote the book. And then I saw that the, the domain name was available. So I'm like, I better buy that, you know? Heck yeah. So I bought it. And then now I'm, I'm like, what am I going to do with it? So I started uh, just covering what I thought my characters were covering, you know? Okay. Uh, like UFOs or conspiracies. Now, okay, you say, you, you, say it's, you say you do a lot of fiction stuff, but uh, how, much of, uh, how much have you uncovered throughout, uh, well, since the 90s, I guess, that uh, may not be fiction? Um, oh, there's a, quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. A lot of things you think wouldn't be are true and a lot of things that you know a lot of people believe in aren't aren't true right but right. there's weird stuff like you know mk ultra where they did mind control okay yeah end up being true and M what did you, mk ultra yeah really that, okay. that's one that ended up being that's a real thing that really happened oh okay okay so did that have like anything to do with uh operation northwoods do you know about that one i know a little bit about that Okay. Okay. 
Now, from what I gather on Operation Northwoods, it was back in the 1960s, uh, prior to the Kennedy assassination, I believe. And it was, um, well, it was, it was prior to the Bay of Pigs is what it was. And right. And what they did is um, they, they, they had approval from all the heads, uh, all the Joint Chief staff, that type of stuff. They never actually Im- implemented the operation, but it was, it was basically... Uh, an operation on U.S. soil for false terrorism, and they were going to blame the terrorism on the Cubans. So we get the green light to go in and invade Cuba. And that was, uh, yeah, early 60s. Yeah. So now this MK Ultra, I'm going to have to write that one down because I, uh, can you explain a little bit about that? Because it's where the CIA didn't test on mind control. They did a lot of psychological things on people that were basically illegal. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did they cover this in, um, there was a, a TV series or uh, like a Netflix series or something like that. It was uh, like Operation Blue Book or, or some, I can't remember the name of it. They might have, it's a popular uh, one. Okay, okay. Well, see, that it really kind of plays into stuff that I've been researching. And I, I mean, off the bat, you hit into it, which I've been researching like uh, uh, behavioral control as far as what the government is doing right now with uh, mass population, not on individuals, but like masses. And it even goes into uh, not even just the U.S. government, but actually going into world government at this point, because um, the steps that you you can utilize or, or the, the principles that you can utilize to, to modify somebody's behavior to where you want it to be yeah. is everything that the COVID pandemic, if you will, is actually doing right now. It, it, it fits like 90% of all behavioral uh, principles to manipulate a person or people into a, a, a controlled behavior. With, with what's going on now, that's another thing. The Operation Northlands was um, like about false flags, right? Like the yeah, exactly. But, and, but they never did it. But right. A lot of people. A lot of people will say, "Oh, that's proof. It's not really proof because they didn't really go through it." But it does say show that there are people that are thinking about it. Well, I mean, yeah, and, and and we as a as a as a country or a state, if you will, a government, we have the propensity to do this. You know, as far as like, you know, because I mean, it was it had the green light. They were gonna do it. It was they it had approval from everybody to do this operation, create terrorism on U.S. soil. So we get we we get involved in Cuba. Now, if you say, okay, say this happened, just I'm just gonna say 1961. Okay, so you add 40 years to that and we get into 2001, you know, with the with the uh, trade tires. Who's to say they didn't re re uh, revitalize the Operation Northwood and create a terrorist attack on U.S. soil? (laughs) I mean, so we get involved with Iraq. I mean, yeah, I mean, I know it's been beat to death, but, you know, it's it's interesting. It is interesting, but it seems like a lot of people would have to be in on it to make it happen. It just seems too much would have to have happened for it to work out, you know? Oh, right, right. I mean, yeah, I mean, if if, if two people know, you've got one person that knows too much. You know? exactly. <laughs> hey, I'm going to change the subject real quick. I, I did some uh, just looking here at the at the video screen. I noticed in the background, is that of your screen? Is that United States Marine Corps? Yeah, that's my uh, honorable discharge. Oh. oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, set for five, brother. Hell okay. yeah. <laughs> when were you in? I was in, in the 90s. Oh, okay. During, uh, during Clinton, so 
Okay. I missed all the, I missed <laughs> the first war and then I missed the second one. It was right when I, I got out about a year before 9-11. So. Oh, did you really? Okay. Well, I mean, Hey man, good for you. Um, yeah, I was in, I was in Gulf, Gulf, <laughs> I was in desert storm. Um, Matter of fact, I just did a podcast with a buddy of mine that I was over there with. His name's Mark. And the similarities of, of us afterwards are, are pretty uncanny as far as, you know, what the military did and, you know, where we're at mentally and that type of stuff. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I just saw that in the background. I'm like, holy smokes. What, what did you do in the Marine Corps? I was with uh, Civil Affairs. Oh, really? Wow. Holy That's smokes. Cool. Wow. So they did like PSYOPs. Yep. Was part of my unit. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so when people ask them, like, we never, we didn't do any of the crazy conspiracy stuff that people think of, you know? Right. Right. It was basically dropping leaflets and, mm -hmm. and no. just handing out water and, you know, trying to make, <laughs> like, make us look like the good guys. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> now, we did, uh, do you remember a message that would come out? It was called an all psyop uh, no. message. Okay. I, I remember those coming across about once, once a day or once a week. I can't remember. There, It was like highly classified it, and it was too. You know, it was like from like DIA Washington, and then it was to all PSYOP. So it would be all PSYOP operations. And I mean, looking at the message as, as communications, you would never know what it what it said. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was just, it was so encoded. When uh, Now, this was when I was in North Carolina in Lejeune. When I got into the Gulf, we actually, actually were a bit of a part of PSYOPs, which was basically like taking a, a CFR suit. Uh, which is that, you know, firefighters, you know, all silver suit carrying a box with a beeping or blinking light on it and just setting it down out there by the Iraqi border and then walking away from it. Okay. It was, there was nothing in the box. I mean, it was just a blinking light, but you know, you have this guy walk out there with this, like <laughs> this silver CFR suit, <laughs> drop a box off and then just walk away from it <laughs> just to mess with people's minds i mean Mind yeah game. yeah <laughs> but wow civil affairs i you know i honestly hey thank you man I, i've never met anybody from civil affairs that i could say i mean that's that's, that's really cool where were you at uh, in, in in that i mean as far as uh like station camp pendleton okay right on um Delmar. oh wow okay Right when you first come onto Camp Pendleton wow. and you hang, hang a left onto the beach over there. <laughs> God bless. Yeah. Is that Delmar Beach? I can't remember. It's not, Del, it's not Delmar. It's Delmar Beach on Camp Pendleton. But, oh, okay. Okay. But it's not actual Delmar uh, San Diego. <laughs> okay. Like yes. Own spot. That's where I, yeah, I was. I, I did the majority of my time out, out at Lejeune. And then um, I get back from Panama and you know, it was like, all of a sudden, they're like, hey, you've got orders to go to Hawaii. I'm like, man, I'm like, the Corps is treating me good. <laughs> I said, hell, I just got back from Panama, you know, being down there in the jungle and, you know, messing with all that Noriega crap. So I go to Hawaii and I'm there for less than six months and, you know, then the Gulf kicks off, you know, so we're, you know, I go from Hawaii to, to the desert, you know, it's like, what the hell? <laughs> ah, yeah, we, yeah, we talked about that a little bit the other day, I mean, uh, about the Gulf and stuff. And now this, I'm going to steal this from a podcast. It is called Biting the Bullet. They get a lot of vets on and they ask, while you were in, what was the biggest waste of money that you witnessed? I didn't really see too much, but I heard a lot about it, you know. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, our unit, we didn't really have, we are, are like, uh, one of our sayings was we had no assets. You know? we had no, <laughs> so we didn't really have anything. We had to always borrow from other people to set other people up. But I heard stories. My dad was in Vietnam. Okay. And he told me they, they would throw stuff over the ship. Wow. Because um, they get funding, you know, funding based on what you bet. So if they got rid of stuff, they'd get more funding for new stuff, you know. He said they would throw off jeeps. Yep. Like out into the ocean. Well, I, uh, when I was on Biting the Bullet, they asked me that question. And my biggest waste that I saw was over in the Gulf. And that was at Al Jabail. They were taking pallets of ammunition and tanks. And the, what is it, 155 or 151 ounce or cannons pushing them off the end of this huge long pier into the into the Persian Gulf. And I'm like, holy smokes. And, well, and I asked somebody about it and they said it is cheaper just to get rid of it than to haul it all the way back to the United States, you know, and they didn't want it to go to anybody else. You know, like the Saudis or God forbid the Iraqis come down and take it or something. And, you know, or the Saudis, you know, give it to Al-Qaeda or Al-Qaeda. Hello, everyone. Thank you for taking a break with me. I enjoy doing these episodes for everyone to listen to. I would like to take this opportunity to speak to you about supporting my podcast through Patreon. I have multiple tiers for you to help out with making uh, this unbeaten path a better podcast. Everything helps out. I will use this money to aid in the cost of doing this and to create a better sound and video quality as well as material. The entry level, T1, will get you early releases and entry into my Discord channel. Just go to Patreon.com, sign up, and look for The Unbeaten Path. Thank you again, and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Whatever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, they just, yeah, they would just dump it right off the end of the port, uh, off the end of the pier. And they said they do that on ships, too, the MPS ships. You know, instead of bringing it back to the U.S., they just throw it overboard and, you know, right out the side and, and dump everything. I'm like, holy smokes. Wow, that's really, that's really cool. Yeah. I hear about that all the time, all that kind of it's cheaper for them than they than mine, but then it's like, man, I, w- I would love to have that. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'd do with like a one by one cannon sitting <laughs> yeah. out in my front yard, but it'd be yeah. neat to have. <laughs> yeah. But okay, I'm I, wow, man, I really got off on a, a tan. I saw that in the background, and I'm like, this guy looks like he's in the Marine Corps. So yeah, all right. Okay, so let's get back to your blog. I am so sorry. Um, oh, no worries. <laughs> okay, well, first off, what's the name of your book? It's called The Essence. The Essence. Okay, very good. And then, okay, uh, for, for those listening and that haven't had an opportunity to get on your blog, uh, what is your blog's address, if you will? Strangeweirdnews.com. Perfect. Okay. All right. And then, okay, so now how long have you been doing this? Um, About a year. I mean, I... You're, oh really okay i i was i was guessing several years so <laughs> no, Holy so, okay. Yep. okay all right so you just uh you wrote the book the essence in 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 the 90s and then you just you just recently started the blog is that well i i came up with it in the 90s 
Uh-huh. I never wrote it until I got I got sick with cancer and I, I stopped working. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to write that book. You know, I have all this free time. And so I wrote it and then I started the website. Kind of give myself something to do. That's why I kind of struggle with talking, if you can tell. Oh, okay. Okay. I had my whole, uh, my upper palate got taken out. Oh my gosh, man. Oh, wow. It was quite an experience. And and then the book kind of relates. It's about a doctor that finds the cure for cancer and he's found dead because there's people that don't want a cure. You know? Right. A lot and of money so, involved. Yeah. Heck yeah. And the book is kind of like about that. Wow. And now, it takes place in the nineties. Okay. So yeah, I thought, okay. I, I apologize. I was thinking the book was wrote many years ago and then you just recently okay do you do investigations as far as like uh, on strange weird news or do you no, just yeah, i mean kind of playing with it i i don't i got it i, I bought the domain just so i would own it uh-huh because it goes with my book and then i started you know like writing about stuff that i know more about you know okay and um I'm kind of going to see where it goes with it. You know, I might grow into something. You know, I'm interested in all that weird. Oh, yeah. That, like I said, I I had, I really, really just wanted to be like a, um, like a, a strange, weird news virgin here. And, you know, basically just get the information directly from you. And, and then after today, I was, I'm, you know, going to go ahead and jump knee deep. But I, I dude, I couldn't stay away. I, I had to peek into a couple of them. So, I mean, it was like, ah. Uh... <laughs> And, uh, but, uh, no, I actually, the way, the way it was written and stuff like that, I almost, well, I, were, I really honestly just was like thinking, oh my gosh, this guy is like going out and investigating this stuff. And this is what he, oh my gosh, you know, which really makes, I guess, looking back, I guess, and, and knowing now, okay. It's man, I'll tell you what though, it, from what I did read. Yeah. Thumbs up on that brother. Do you have any like future plans? Where do you see yourself here in the next, uh, say year? Well, I'm writing another book right now. Oh, okay. It's going to be like a, a part tune in the first one. And then I'm going to like release chapter at a time in the blog. That's what I did last time. I, I released one chapter at a time in the blog format. Uh-huh, uh-huh. One, one a week until it was done. And I'm working on the next one. It's a little longer. But cool. it's going to it's gonna take place in L.A. And it's going to be about these kids that go missing. But no one really cares about them because they're like in a bad neighborhood. And okay. they're saying it's their runaways or whatever. But there's something else going on. There's like a more dark. Sinister. Yeah, conspiracy to get like all these kids. Oh, wow. Without anyone looking for them. Right. They're trying to. Now, just to, just to ask a real goofy question i mean how much of you your, yourself thinks that this is there's possibilities for this actually going on right now with okay say you get kids from you know lower income uh you know rougher neighborhoods that type of stuff you know um you know the the, the parents situation you know the you know typical runaway you know type stuff and uh so i mean how often do you think that maybe really kind of goes on now, i don't know where your your book is gonna go but i mean you know just let's just say you know me playing around say somebody's snatching these people off the street for medical experiments you know you know and i'm just gonna pick on the government you know like the government government agency gonna you know jump in there and grab a bunch of these kids and yeah that it, would... couldn't be, it couldn't be happening you know you never know and it wouldn't be if they were that's what they were they wouldn't want anyone looking for them and right it, and there's a lot of sex trafficking that goes on you know too yeah. and you know I, I i wouldn't i have no proof that it's some kind of orchestrating like higher up although my book kind of goes there you know oh okay okay well i, yeah. I didn't mean to like you know 
I was just guessing here at this point, um, you know, as far as like, you know, what, you know, I mean, you could, you could say, oh, it's, uh, you know, I mean, your book could go into aliens, you know, I yeah. mean, these kids are being yeah. abducted by aliens, you know, which would be, you know, in my opinion, is it possible? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, uh, I'll tell you what, the way my body feels here lately, <laughs> I think every night I'm abducted by aliens and science experiments are done on me. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a big reason why like when i was growing up i used to watch horror and it didn't scare me because i didn't think it could happen i'm like oh guy on a mask that ain't gonna happen i'm like i want to write about shit that make that could happen that makes it more scary you know like oh yeah then you're like oh maybe that is going on i want my readers to be like oh you know heck yeah oh, i want them to be staying awake at night and thinking <laughs> yeah you know i mean watching watching i think back about you know back in the 80s and stuff with you know the the halloween movies and you know the freddy krueger and you know that type of stuff uh yeah you're right it never did really you know other than the you know the shock you know the where somebody jumps out of a closet or behind a tree or something like that, you know, the, Oh, that, that startled me that I got, but you know, the whole idea behind, you know, Jason running around in a Halloween mask or whatever. And, you know, or is it Jason? No, Michael Meyer, Michael Meyer running around Halloween mask. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. the only reason I watch Halloween movies is Jamie Lee Curtis anyway. So, <laughs> But uh, yeah, it uh, yeah, it just uh, and then now, okay, you go into like um, the later movies of uh, oh boy, 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 Gaines, Edward Gaines, is that right? Uh, Leatherface, yeah. where he would, yeah. Now those were based in truth. Yeah, those are where it starts getting a little more. Yeah, scary. Yeah, heck yeah! Wow. So, how much of uh, how much of your story that I mean, are you? And I don't I really want to. I don't want to ask this because it may get. You may have to let me rephrase. Um, okay, on your story, how much are you basing on truth that, that you can actually research and find out? It is mostly fiction. I kind of I borrow a lot from conspiracy theories, you know. Like, okay, uh, like I'll, I'll put a little bit of that in there and a little bit of that and mix it up. Like in my first book, I don't know. Have you ever heard of the Mandela effect? Oh, absolutely, big fan of it. Yep. Well, in my first book, I I hid a bunch of Mandela effects in it. Oh, did you? Just for and I didn't tell nobody. Just to see if anybody would would find them when they're reading it. And so I just kind of like do things like that. You know, I, that is awesome, man. And I kind of take I I look up other conspiracies and then I'm like, oh, you know, like I'm gonna put that in there and make it like what if it's really happening? You know, that is cool, man. It's not that I believe it, but it's just it's it's interesting to me. You know. Now, are you are you gonna your first book? Is it officially published? No, it okay. It is. Um, I never looked into getting it published. Once I got my website, uh huh. I wasn't really wanting to get. I wanted to get it out there because it's a short. It's not that long. Okay, okay. So it's only about a hundred pages or so. I see. Right. So I'm like, I'm gonna write this one and get it out there, and then I'm gonna put it on my website for free and hopefully ah okay someone will catch it and be like oh we now we want to publish your second book maybe you know now you said you put a lot of the mandela effects in there anybody catch them yet um yeah my, my brother's caught some oh did they yeah <laughs> and if if i may and my, my girlfriend too she, she <laughs> hates the mandela effect oh what How, why does she hate it because she doesn't like admitting that, that oh <laughs> don't tell me i don't want to know about it i don't <laughs> it, it, 
bothers her. She's like, no way. And that, so that happened. I'm like, no, it, it never happened now, you know? Yeah. That is, like, oh man. Don't tell me about me snowboard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's incredible because, uh, I mean, they're okay. Uh, one of the Mandela effects was the Coca-Cola, uh, logo, if you will, you know, was it a dot or a dash, you know, between, you yeah. know, I, I've always said it was a dash and I, and honestly, right now without Googling it, you know, I, I couldn't tell you which way it actually is. And yeah, me and my brother both have, have argued over, uh, different, uh, different, uh, Mandela effects, if you will. It, we've actually come to an agreement basically not to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone. This is Craig from The Unbeaten Path. But this is something that is really close to my heart, and I think everybody should take a moment and think about it. Uh, if you have the time and the opportunity, I'd like everybody to go to the St. Jude Children's Research Hospital at stjude.org, and you can make a donation there. You can make a donation to end childhood cancer. So, again, like I said, I'm not a, 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 a licensed sponsor, I guess, but... This is just something I'd like everybody to do. You can go in, you can make a, a one-time donation, you can make a monthly donation, and you can help out a lot of kids just with a simple donation. In Christmas spirit and New Year's spirit, let's make 21 a better year than 20. And uh, let's get on there and make your donation. Thank you. So, because there are some weird stuff that was completely wrong. There is some weird stuff in our lives where I remember events a certain way. And my brother, and we're, we're two years apart, he remembers the events differently. You know, and I mean, you know, it's like, for example, my grandparents had, had an airplane, okay, a little Cessna. They used to take us up flying all the time. My brother remembers one time we ran out of fuel and came down, you know, really hard and hit a cornfield. And, you know, it was like, oh my gosh, you know, get out of the plane, you know, and, but it, I never, I do not remember this at all ever being like, you know, so, I mean, you know, the, the memory is kind of a really funny thing, you know? Yeah. So yeah, we, and you know, from that point, we we're like, you know what, we just will not discuss these at all anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And one that got me is Ed McMahon. Okay. He never, he never worked for Publishing Clearinghouse. Remember the commercials where he go yeah. knock on the door and hand them the check? Uh huh. That never happened. Now, never. Bull crap. It never happened. No. <laughs> A lot of them are just you know I'm like okay maybe I remember it wrong. Right. I'm like no Ed McMahon went and knocked on people's doors dude. I'm, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy. And now see I've never heard that one. So that's the one that has got me like oh. how do I how do I explain that one you know. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I, I just had my mind blown right there. I know he worked for, he had to have. Yeah, he actually said, went, he went he never to worked, And he never went to the house. He didn't work for like another insurance. They never did like, um, went up and handed out checks at the front door. And it wasn't publishing clearinghouse. It was like American Family Insurance or something. And people, uh. say, that, people <laughs> say that's what it was. I, I remember him saying publishing clearinghouse. I remember him saying it. Yeah, know? yeah, I could see him with the check. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah better hurry up and enter because you could be the next you know public publisher house clearance winner or whatever what the yeah. hell damn it <laughs> i've been on youtube too trying to find commercials yeah and you can't find them but you can find like uh parodies of them you know like where people making fun of it you know right right you can find those but you can't find the actual son of a bitch <laughs>
<laughs> I'm gonna have to call my brother after this. What was another one? The um, fruit of the loom. You ever remember the fruit of the loom symbol? Yeah. Remember it having a cornucopia on it and the fruit coming out of it? Yeah. It never had the cornucopia now. It, it just the fruit. Oh. It never had that thing, and I remember it having that. Are you like just like screwing with me right now? No, no. These are <laughs> these are legitimate. I mean, I, it seems like it was back in the 70s, I want to say. Late 70s. That Fruit of Loom had, yeah, the, 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 dude, I remember them changing that. But then it, it became, they changed that. Yeah, because, I, don't, I didn't pay attention to it really. I just remember, I remember seeing it as a kid, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I remember them coming out with the commercial, you know, with the the four or five guys, whatever it was, and they were all dressed up like, you know, the yep. yeah, the the veg or the the fruits, and that's when they changed from. Yes, they had a cornucopia prior to that. Absolutely. Ah! Negative. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, yeah, they're. Yeah, I, I, I could. Yeah, we could. Holy smoke! Uh, we got. I I do have a theory on this though is that uh you know that time travel has been invented and they try not to go back into time and change too much but of course because of the butterfly effect you know little things are being changed at this point <laughs> you know like uh like the fruit of loom you know <laughs> or memory you know false memories are yes. so easy to implant it could mean that i'm not gonna i'm open-minded to anything i'm not I, my, and it could mean maybe they're just testing out time control too you know they don't want to right they don't want to do anything major they want to do something small to make sure they don't blow up the universe or you know right well yeah but i mean but okay now prior to us emailing okay and prior to us today talking uh you know I, i've never met you uh so how can we have similar memories okay for example about the cornucopia in the fruit of loom label yeah I, I don't know you know i mean that i mean i understand about memory implants and stuff but i mean they would have to do because now I I live in Illinois, okay, I, I, and you in, are you in what state? Uh, I grew up in California. I'm in Nevada now. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so, but I mean, you know, now I mean, they would have to do like an entire country, you know, as far as uh, you know, like memory implants on that. And that's, I mean, that's huge right there. Yeah, that's something else. When they do, and you know, people that do hypnosis, they can plant memories in there too, or some conscious things. And that might mean it too. We all maybe saw the same commercial. Mm -hmm. And so we all had the same, some conscious experience. Maybe. maybe. Even then, it's, it's possible, but man, I really, I remember seeing it on my underwear. You know? Heck yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it just, oh my God. Yeah. It, 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 just like with the Edmund man thing you know and, and publisher clearinghouse i know i can see his his facial drawing on the envelope yeah i mean i know for a fact I, yeah this is really gonna bother <laughs> holy smoke and did you okay and this is gonna be a little segue here or tangent if you will ed mcmahon marine corps yeah i knew that okay okay all right and do you know that he was also into uh Oh, there was a program, I think, back in the 80s, like Rising Star. I know what you're talking about. It was Star Search. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, he actually, the bands that went through there, Ed McMahon still gets a piece of their action. I mean, yeah. or his estate or whatever. Yeah. To this day, he's, his estate or his, his yeah, his portfolio, if you will, owns a piece of every artist that went through Star Search. Uh, yeah. 
dude, dude made Johnny Johnny Carson look like a chump, you know, yeah. financially, you know. What I mean, yeah, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, and he was. I think he ended up what, like a lieutenant colonel. I'm not something. sure what rank he's in. I just knew that he was in the Marines. Okay, I know a lot of uh, a lot of celebrities were in the Marines. Like I heard um, the guy from uh, Price is Right, uh, Barker. Oh no, Drew Carey. Drew Carey. I heard he yeah. was in the Marines. Yeah, he he was a reservist though. Um, as far as you know that that goes. I mean, he, I was in the reserves too. That's when I when I did. Uh, oh, Paris. Really? Well, we're done. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why. Oh, really? I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't. Oh, you're talking about Pendleton and everything. I, I just assumed you were active. No, our unit was just uh, a unit that got deployed a lot. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Because of what it was, um, civil affairs. We had to have guys on active duty all the time. Okay. We we're always out in the wherever they needed people. You know, they needed. Right. So you knew like six months sometimes or. Wow. A couple of months. That'd be that'd be that'd be that'd be nice. It was have. fun though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't think when you're in the reserves, you work a regular job and that job, so you never get a day, day off. You know? Oh I didn't, man. I didn't have a day off for like, I remember I wanted to stay in, but I'm like, man, I haven't had a day off in like six years. Oh shit. And so that's kind of hard, you know, and then, but I got to go to Thailand. Oh, did you? For one of my deployment, for my deployment with him. Oh, wow. And so I still got to go and do, do a lot of stuff with the unit I was in. That is nice. Yeah. We, uh, going good. to the Gulf, we landed in Bangkok. Yeah. Bangkok, Thailand, right? Yeah. 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 And as soon as we got landed, they pulled up in buses. I mean, right next to our, well, I think we were on a C5 and we got from the C5, got onto these like really shitty buses and they took us out in the middle the jungle and they said here's sandwiches here's juice you know there's bathrooms over there you are never here you were never in country what apparently i guess with china was giving thailand a lot of crap saying you know that thailand could not support any actions against saudi or against uh iraq so you know we were shuttled in taken off the plane hidden away put back on the plane after refueling and then boom we were gone never saw i didn't see one thing in thailand i mean the windows on the bus were all whoops covered up i remember being out in the jungle and uh you know eating crappy sandwiches and <laughs> thinking there's no way i'm going to use that bathroom <laughs> the bathrooms there are weird too they have the you know the water that shoots out oh the boudet yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah these no these these were more like um like the they weren't really part. bathrooms these were more, more or less like makeshift uh like outhouses yeah you know they, i mean they had them they had those in their outhouses there like a, oh they did oh wow they were like porta potties okay Oh, they, no, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't go in them. So. I had them in there. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'll just wait till I get back on the plane. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, man. This is really great talking to you, man. I, I appreciate you coming on the show and being able to talk about all well, your books, your your blogs, and, you know, and, and about the Marine Corps, too. I mean, I, I really love that. So, okay, so you got the you got the one book, which is, is free to everybody, yeah. which is, by the way, I mean, so as, as much as I got into it, uh, you know, it's good. So you're writing another. Have you put anything out? on that yet on your second no. okay good it's good i'm still working on it good so. okay awesome awesome now are you you presently doing anything else other than uh, perpetuating the blog or i'm mostly retired now here due oh. to my um, sickness that i have uh-huh i i'm a, i have my kids full time at home oh good good um, i'm writing um <laughs> stay at home dad i'm coaching baseball now when you finally open back up 
Oh wow! Wow, good for you guys. Heck yeah! So we're we're gonna be playing ball here in uh in by the end of the month is our first. Now, game. I think there was something about Nevada. I was listening to a podcast and they were really down on Nevada, uh, the Libertarian Party out of Nevada, and I oh man, I do not remember what they were because Nevada. Came- well, the year is 2020, and you haven't gone anywhere. You've been locked up in your house for six to eight months on the minimum side. You haven't worked had a regular job in quite some time. So now it's time to get out. It's time to get out and enjoy life. With Dragonfly Vacations, you can do this. Dragonfly Vacations offers the best price, the best service, and allows payments. For example, a trip to Las Vegas out of St. Louis in mid-November, staying at a trip advisor rated resort of four out of five is only $470 or two, and that includes round-trip airfare. So with these prices, you can go anywhere you want. Contact Dragonfly Vacations at 618-615-1129 came out and said something like oh you know you don't well you don't need guns or something like that you know and it was like what you know <laughs> yeah. you know I, it, politics and yeah it was a libertarian party and they were i mean yeah slamming slamming the libertarian party out there um yeah i consider myself libertarian oh d- wow really okay okay well cool man yeah it is a small world i'm recently um i i, I tell you what years ago i mean ronald reagan could do no wrong you know uh i was strong republican i did not support trump initially uh when he first got into office and after he got into office okay well you know he got in so i supported him and i was really happy with the stocks and, and my portfolio and stuff due to trump and then now uh i've kind of been red-pilled i guess a little bit to where ronald reagan did some crappy stuff <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, of course, uh, Obama did some really crappy stuff. And the more I get into it, the more I start researching stuff. It, it Trump did some really crappy stuff. And Trump wasn't as, as an effective president as I thought he was. For example, okay, you were Marine Corps. If you have the commander in chief tell generals, this is what I want done, make it happen. And then a week later, the generals come back and say, hey, chief, we did it. It's all done. He's so the you know commander in chief be like okay come to find out they never did it okay and what I'm specifically talking about is is Donald Trump had told like the joint chief of staffs or the generals and stuff like that I pull out of Syria yeah. get our troops out of Syria they told him they did they never did they left the troops in there they reduced it by 500 troops yeah now that to me is treason you know yeah. and how Donald Trump didn't like you know fire him because he fired everybody. <laughs> I, I just cannot believe that, you know, that he was that ineffective as a president that he couldn't even tell the generals, this is what I want done, you know. And to this day, because of all that, we are involved in 29 armed conflicts around the world. Yeah, it, it, I'm that's not a, for it. I know. Yeah. I've seen, I have too many friends that went over there and came back and they're not functioning. Yeah, that's, that's what that's, yeah, that's what I talked to uh, this guy, Mark, and like I said, a lot of our VA experiences, you know, with the counseling and stuff like that were very paralleled, you know, and it was like, holy smoke. Of course, now I see uh, the, the younger kids or the younger generation coming back from like Afghanistan and stuff like yeah. that. And it's like, it's not worth it. It's going to end at some point. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, why are we in Yemen? You know, the poor. Huh? Well, I guess. Yeah. Right. Uh, like Yemen is, is the poorest country in the world and we're starving them. <laughs> I mean, we're blockading them. Oh, sure, right? <laughs> I actually, um, Karen, I don't know if you know 
through uh, Ron Paul. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I met him. I worked in his campaign back in 2008. Oh, really? That, that's like when I started getting, became a libertarian. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and then, because, um, you know, the Patriot Act got passed, I'm like, and I kind of read what was in it. And I'm like, uh -huh. you know, and everyone's like, oh, it's just for, you know, terrorism. I'm like, you know, but eventually that power is going to be in someone's hand that, that don't like you. And now you're the terrorist, you know, they, they will do that to you. Right. And so I was against it, even though it wasn't, they weren't going to come after me with it. I, right. I, I believe in a free republic, you know, where the government just does not have that kind of power on it, on our citizens. What, what about Snowden? I'm, I go back and forth on him because, you know, I would never, me, I would never, he was doing it for the greater good, but he also took an oath not to, you know, when you have a clearance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, anybody that's in the military that has a clearance knows you don't talk about that shit, you know, no matter what. You're trying to affect change other ways, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, he, what he did was, I mean, he, he basically held a gun to the government's head. Yeah. What he did, I mean... I don't think he changed hardly anything. I mean, in my opinion, I think, I think like, okay, because Obama did come out and say, you know, the U S will no longer spy on its own citizens. And I mean, I know that's a lie right now. Yeah. You know, this stupid little, little contraption we carry around with us all the time called a cell phone, this computer, I guarantee you they're listening to every word you say. And it just, it, it may not be for any nefarious reason, but it, it's, it's for, okay, for advertisement. You know, how many times have you been talking about, well, I'd really like to, you know, I'd, I'd like to try that new Tide stuff out, you know, and maybe, you know, maybe it might actually get my blue jeans a little bit cleaner, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're on your phone and all of a sudden all these ads for Tide's coming up. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and it's like, what the heck? The AI is listening. Uh, yeah. And which I think the AI is part of the NSA as well. And I, I mean, I don't think they're specifically targeting. I don't know how to put this up. I don't think the NSA is really actively going after American citizens, but I think they have that capability too. Yeah. You know, and it, it's, it's getting kind of scary. The technology yeah. is in there. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, like, uh, okay. Right, did you hear about the Minis uh, Minneapolis thing last night? No. I'm <laughs> oh my gosh. Apparently this, this cop pulls, does a traffic stop on a black guy. And I don't know. I haven't seen any of the footage or anything like that, but he pulls he, what he says he thought was his taser and tased the dude. Well, it was a gun and yeah, he shot. I, mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I really don't. I mean, maybe heat of the moment type thing, but yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's, that's just stupidity right there. Shot and killed this guy. Well, guess what's happening in Minneapolis right now? Um, I'm guessing a lot of... <laughs> they're burning it. Yeah. yeah, they're they're tearing it up. Tearing it up right now. You know, and I mean, it's just like, you know, this will never end. It will never end like this. I've never carried a taser, okay? So I don't know where they carry them or, or anything like that. But I, I'm right-handed, so I would carry a pistol on my right side. I would think that a taser should be like, maybe non-dominant side, you know, like a left side. That's the claim. I think it's like right up on the belt right here. Oh, no it's kidding. Like right in front. Mm. Like the front right. Okay. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's a hard call. I mean, my dad was chief of police for, you know, God, 36 some odd years, you know? I mean, so I really have an issue you know, like with cops and I have an, also have an issue with like defunding the police. I don't believe in that. I think we do need a set of law enforcement. I mean, when they do stuff like, um, oh my gosh, uh, let's see, Ryan Whitaker down in Phoenix, Dion Johnson, I also, also I think in Phoenix, Antonio uh, Aker, and 
yeah, down in Maricopa County in Arizona. And I mean, uh, there's a Thomas too. I, I thought I had his name wrote down. Thomas Kelly is his name out in uh, LA, I think, um, you know, which were, you know, killed by cops. Of course, then you got your, your, you know, your really popular ones, your George Floyd, your uh, Breonna Taylor, um, you know, and there's like a whole, you know, you want to talk about conspiracy theories, you know, like with that Breonna Taylor. Yeah. Uh, I talked to this guy, uh, Garrett is his name. He does his podcast. Now he has interviewed people from Louisville and the apartment that this girl's boyfriend was in the city was trying to buy for gentrification. They couldn't find him. So they were going to just go arrest him and then buy his, or he refused to sell is what it was. And so the city was allegedly going out to arrest him put him in jail to buy his property at cheap you know while well, they did the no-knock warrant the guy freaked out he shot you know they ended up killing brianna taylor that's the conspiracy theory you know on that one um yeah uh making making america garrett again is it's his podcast it's good it is good <laughs> though check yeah check it out it's it's really good and on one of his episodes he has he has that conspiracy theory which i, I thought i might try to turn you on to you know as far as the conspiracy goes just i mean this whole whole law enforcement thing is just completely crazy i mean it's you know i mean i i did not realize it you know six eight months ago how bad it can get out there so quickly i'm, I'm growing up or i'm growing up i'm living in southern illinois you know population of this town is like eight thousand people small town yeah so i mean it's uh and and actually 3,000 of those people are incarcerated. <laughs> so, yeah, we're even smaller. Yeah. Yeah. And for down at the prison here, um, they actually include them in their population. Okay. Yeah. So, which I think is illegal, but, uh, you know, hey, whatever. <laughs> whatever it works. I don't want to beat this to death uh, right now, you know, with your blog and your story, but man, I'm super stoked. Now that I've talked to you, I want to get into it and. And so if you don't mind, I'd like to have you back on. Oh yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, Cause I do want to really read it. And then I really want to get into some like details and stuff like that. And I'm really going to be looking for the Mandela effects. So <laughs> they're, like, they're hidden like Easter eggs in there. You know? Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah, now I, drive a, I drive a Jeep. So I've got Easter eggs all over that too. So uh, and they're hidden all throughout it. Like when like dialogue or. Oh, wow. It's just like, it's kind of like I made it that on that timeline where that is happening. Uh-huh. That, that's where all that stuff happened, you know, like all the different. Mandela effects in that universe it's all true you know right right well yeah I mean who knows what universe we're in right now yeah <laughs> never know right so hey man I really appreciate you coming on I appreciate you talking to us and man I mean it's yeah it's been a great one I've really enjoyed this. You're definitely going to have to come back on after I've read your stuff and anybody listening out there I mean I implore you to to get on there at uh, Weird Science News. Or Strange Weird News. Oh, man, I do that every time. StrangeWeirdNews.com, correct? Okay, I'm going to put that up in the show notes and everything like that, and I appreciate it. And now you say go, you go by Chaz, right? Is that? Yeah. Okay, okay. All right, Chaz. And I didn't know if that was like an abbreviation for like Charles or Chuck. Yeah, my, my real name is Charles. Oh, okay, okay. All right, cool, cool. Everybody is trying to call me Chance for some reason. Really, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, anyway, well, I'm going to have to let you go. And I appreciate you coming on. And yeah, keep writing, brother. I mean, yeah, because that's, 
like I said, I did pee. Yeah. I'm really going to get into it now. So now that I've actually kind of talked to you and got a little insight and ideas behind it. And so I appreciate it. And I will talk to you later. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Take care. All right, buddy. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. This has been Craig with the Unbeaten Path. Have a great day. It is of no use going back no to yesterday back because to we yesterday. were different people. Because we were different people. Begin at the beginning. It came to the end. And so on until it comes to the end. It is so.